Welcome to ZBM. I'm Teresa. I'm Lenny. All right, this is go number three for mobile recording. We're not together in the same room, as the holidays no, are still happening for me. Okay. Speaking of holidays, how was yours? It was good. Like I said, I had, like, a few family over. You know, not as much as Thanksgiving. We had a lot of food. I baked some stuff. And it was relaxing. That's good that it was relaxing. I have a panic attack every year. Because I host awesome. Christmas. <laughs> we uh, So at my house, because we have all the the Thanksgiving foods, your turkeys, your hams, your whatever, mm-hmm. uh, for Christmas I declared that we will cook a traditional Christmas dinner from another country every year. It'll be a different country. Oh, that's, that's pretty cool. Oh, thanks. It's so a lot this of year. Oh, ain't there just. I've done, uh, I've done England, we've done Germany, we've done South Africa, we've done Japan, which is, uh, an especially fun one. Cause they, they're not Christian, so they don't have like a, like a Christian overtone with their Christmas. They just uh-huh. do the secular version of it. And their traditional dinner, and I'm not even kidding, is KFC. That's fantastic. You're not lying because that was like the least stressful um, meal I cooked for Christmas because it was sushi. <laughs> All I had to do was roll raw fish yeah. and and reheat a bucket of KFC. <laughs> That's amazing. This oh, we should year. Have, you should have Japanese Christmas every year. <laughs> I swear to God, it was so good. I was like, oh, man, yay. And I love sushi. But uh, I... Spend a lot of time in the H Mart, uh, which is local in New York for for the Asian supermarket, where you can get yeah. all that stuff. And there's no such thing as sushi grade fish. That's not special. There's just fish, and it's yeah. either it's sushi or it's not. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's cool. You, I would like to. I would like to do like I would like to be there when you do like the South African one though, and uh, all the other stuff. Because I saw the Portuguese one you put on Facebook. Yeah, that one. That's that was. A, Oh, that go well? <clears throat> oh, it went, it went, it went well. Uh, they do cod, uh, salted cod. And when you're doing salted cod, you have to rinse it for two days and, and do all this business to prepare it. So I went to oh, yeah. a restaurant and they hooked it up and they gave it to me. It's called Bacalao. They gave me the oh, Bacalao. Yeah. We, I mean, we, I'm Trinidadian, so we have something similar to that, but we buy it from the supermarket and just soak it for like a day or two. And then we right. prepare it. So, but I got I it prepared already. Aw. <laughs> well, um, there's many countries in Europe and Africa and South America that all are into boiled cod. They're into this <laughs> salted cod business. They're up to their elbows in it. Yeah. Because exactly. I got it from a Croatian restaurant that somebody at my job was like, hey, they make like trays and trays of this stuff all Christmas long for, I guess, older people who don't have it to in them two days of, of prep work in them so they just make trays of bacala ready to go so i'd got that yeah. and i made it was called uh bacala espiritual i know we're all impressed with my very authentic accent it's <laughs> <laughs> pretty good <laughs> um and that was more like a like a salted cod casserole with cheese and, and nutmeg I've never had it like that though, but I've had 
you know, salted cod. Never had it in a casserole form, but I you'd love it. it. You would love it. It uh, the nutmeg really helps uh, make it taste good. So you're a baking guy, right? Mm-hmm. I tried to make king cake. Try to make what? King. Cake. Oh, king cake. Oh, yeah. I've never. I personally have never made it. I want to try to make it one day when I get a little better at it. Well, let me tell you, I got a poorly translated uh, recipe that was being passed around, so it wasn't the only website carrying that recipe. Uh, and they okay. they mistranslated Celsius from Celsius from 190 Celsius into 275 Fahrenheit. Now I thought that was too low, but I'm like, well, maybe they know something I don't. No, they don't. So, ah, okay. It was a hundred degrees too low, so. Oh, I, so it was like so it was actually 375. You're supposed to cook it on. Yeah, so I was like, oh. I was cooking this bread for hours and hours at the temperature of a hot fart, and I was like, this is never gonna cook. <laughs> what is happening? So I went to like page three of the Google results, and they were like, that's not right. Uh, my brother, my brother, for my birthday, he sent it to me yesterday. He got me um, Russian piping tips mm-hmm. and like a flour design. So I have to start baking probably this week. I'm I'm off until from my job until the second, so I'll probably bake this week. A lot of stuff. Okay, cool. uh, I like uh, I like I'm off for the duration now. I don't have to um, cook anymore. New Year's, I go to somebody else's house. <laughs> Oh yeah, we don't. I don't cook for New Year's. I go to other people's houses. I am off from work though, which is odd, but it feels good because then I get okay. to catch up with everything. That's good. You get to do some stuff. Mm-hmm. I get to watch some Stargate episodes. Do you like this watch segue? Stargate, yeah, right? Yeah. Super smooth. <laughs> this guy is so smooth. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, the episode that we watched for today's episode is called "Brief Candle." Uh, do you remember yeah. anything about this going in? I remember... What do I remember? I remember O'Neal getting very old. Me too. That's, that's all I all remember. I, that's all I remember. And him him getting some. Yeah, he certainly does, doesn't he? Yeah, okay. they, I love how and they allude to it on the show too, which is funny. So Daniel says it's Greek stuff, but I'm reasonably sure this is all Roman stuff. Like from... The design of the toga to the design of the statue. Not that the Greeks didn't get up to war stuff, but I would think that the Goa'uld would be leaning a little bit more on the Roman conquest yeah, kind of thing. It, it did look a bit more Roman, but, you know, I guess the average person doesn't can't really tell a difference unless you really study it. I mean, probably not. It's early on in the season, so maybe they hadn't, the creators hadn't come up against some real nerds. Coming at, coming at them. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I've I mean, recently... It, go on. To me, it was still better than uh, Emancipation. Emancipation looked like it was filmed in somebody's backyard. Mm-hmm. This one yeah, this, actually had a bit more production value. This one did look a little bit better. Um, yeah. What I noticed is when they come through the gate now, even though it's only eight episodes in, where's that mouth at? They just... Right? Blindly walking in. They're like, it's fine, like, I bet. I mean, they, I guess they use it more sporadically. Maybe it's too expensive, like in the budget, to like keep using mouths. Oh, maybe. None of that. Okay. 
So the birth thing is about to happen. And they're all, number one, don't look at Sam. Just because she's got the uterus doesn't mean she knows how to push a baby out of them. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's mutually exclusive. And also, did they none of them watch The Miracle of Childbirth in high school? Come on. I'm pretty sure they did, but they probably blocked it out like most of us. <laughs> uh, it's good that Daniel knows how to birth a child. Why does he know what is happening? Well, I want, know, where's that episode? Anthropologist, so he has to know some kind of birthing ritual. Yeah, he knows, like, how to smudge the area with sage before you give birth, otherwise the gods would be missed. <laughs> right. <laughs> so after the birthing, he comes away with, like, his gloves to be, like, Dr. Snappin' gloves. There's yep. shockingly little amount of blood on them gloves. There's also no poop on those gloves. <laughs> right. Well, maybe they, maybe he, maybe he changed gloves. Daniel is overprepared, but I get it. It's television, and they can't be showing like poop, 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 and blood, and like he would be. It would be like he'd be like head to toe in it. Unless it's like an animal, and they show everything. They show if, unless it's like he's giving birth, to, like he's delivering like a cow or something, or a horse. They show everything. But if it's a yeah. human, no, you can't. Kithia is that her name? Yeah, Kithia. Yeah. I believe that's how you pronounce it. Well, she likes Jack. So immediately. Right? You know, it's a funny little trope. The secret marriage cake. (laughs) (laughs) This is not the first television show in which I've seen the main character get duped in by local custom. Yeah, I think they did it on Firefly, too, which is pretty funny. They sure did. How do you even... It's so weird. I I don't even think it's the only time this happens on Stargate. I can't swear to that, but I feel like down the line... Maybe in Atlantis is also happening. Well, Atlantis is all kinds of crazy. But yeah, he doesn't seem to be like he might not know it's marriage cake, but he's down to consummate that marriage regardless. Well, yeah, because you know he's Jack O'Neill. <laughs> I was like, oh, hello. I hope Sam gives him shit forever. <laughs> be like every new planet. Be like, gee, I hope you can resist fucking one of. The, excuse me. I hope you can resist having sex with one of the next. Yeah, Kirk. Oh, Kirk forever. Right. Oh, my goodness. And he got ages fast STD. Excellent. He deserves yeah, it. Right. <laughs> He's like, you don't something. He's like, you definitely don't have space aids. It definitely don't have it. <laughs> I mean, really, you don't, you don't, like, read the manual and have precautions for that. Like, they don't... There are no rules for that. Like you can't really interact like that with the with other alien species. I yeah, you don't know. I mean, I know they're all human in the end. Yeah, they're all human, but there's some kind of protocol. I mean, it's a different planet, so you know, disease is rampant in some planets. You don't know. You should pull your microphone away from your mouth a little bit. Oh okay. Oh, that's so much so much better. Yeah, I'm getting all your pops and stuff. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Oh, this is significant. Okay, what a find. All right, so, yeah, we did it. Nailed it down. Yes, so excited. Okay, back to the show. Holy cow. This is so serious. Daniel whipping off his glasses. Yeah. <laughs> like, I feel like, I don't remember why he did it, but I think maybe Sam made it, like, crack-wise about O'Neill. <laughs> and he was like, right. this is serious. Everyone's asleep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. for, for the listener, I whipped my own glasses off. <laughs> I get like I mean, hung over. Right. Bloody drink. I'm a lightweight. A lot of wine. I get hungover. 
There's probably some like really strong wine. You know how they used to do it back in the day. You know what's funny? In the morning when they were like, you definitely have space aids. He was drinking more wine, like hair of the dog style. I'm like, <laughs> Jack, get some help. <laughs> he was probably hungover, and you know what they say when you hungover, you drink the alcohol, the last alcohol you drink. It worked. That worked. To, Any yeah. young people are like, how do I get rid of this hangover besides water and Advil? Honest to God, a shot of whatever it was you were drinking the night before. Yeah. I've done that more than once, and it works out just fine. So, yeah, Sam's on, uh, or Neil's on to something there, but uh, he's a little long in the tooth to be going playing the game. I like that, that Daniel calls it Linear A, which goes back to, like, my nerdy dead language fetish, maybe? Ancient. Where did Field get that stone? He's got a no translate stone in his pocket? Or is he just happy? He to just see walks him? around with it. O'Neill, let's be honest. He's happy to see O'Neill. <laughs> yeah, they're like BFS. They still think it's a, a virus. Even though it's shaped like a triangle, it's shaped like a triangle. Yeah. I feel like nature doesn't really give out a lot of triangle-shaped mon- like beings, monsters, or anything. No. I mean, plant leaves, I guess, are relatively triangular, but not like that. Those were like little pyramids floating around in there. Yeah, like, I don't know, maybe the ghouls have, like, this thing for triangles. They definitely do. They never met a triangle they didn't like. Wait, I don't know why. Like, what shape should we give it? Let's give it a triangle. Really, Steve? <laughs> Another triangle? Oh, that's funny. There's an actor named Steve. That's going to be a goal later. <laughs> <laughs> they figure out that it's an aging thing, like to speed up aging so you could see how long humans live for or what problems they have down the line. It's supposed to span, like, what, 100 days? 100 days instead of 100 years. It's pretty quick. Here's what's fun. Jack is old. Not only is Jack old, but Janet and Sam a floppy disk. And she puts that floppy disk in a computer and some 90s graphics come up. <laughs> right? That was, that was pretty nostalgic. Oof. I was like, oh, man. And back then, we, I had boxes of floppy disks with, like, pictures or whatever. I couldn't even get half a picture on a floppy disk these days. <laughs> So like, oh man, I was like, will it ever get any better? <laughs> I, I remember those days, floppy disk days. Like, there's no way. Go on. And then they'd crack. They'd be like, oh, what the hell? These days, like, we're recording this the way we are. We're not even in the same room. I have a 3D printer, which I had to order a different part for because it the Bowen tube broke. It's whatever. If you know those printers, you know what I'm talking about. It, mm-hmm. it broke because I... Well, I didn't do anything. The filament got jammed in the, not in the nozzle, but in like, right in the end of the tube before it gets to the nozzle. And now I can't get it. Oh, okay. So I'm just going to replace the entire thing. Which, which I get nine of those setups for nine dollars. So. Where'd you, the, where'd you get the part from? Amazon. Oh, alright. Yeah, I'd, I was like, maybe I have to take it to a 3D printer repair shop. But this is such a new technology that there isn't one. I found one in North Dakota. Big help status. They're like shipping tips. All the way in North Dakota. Yeah, I don't know, like, how much walk-in business they're getting. (laughs) But uh, I had to look it up on the Internet and how other people figured out how to fix it because all the instructions aren't, like, here's the official line of how to get this done. They're like, here's all the things I did, including the mistakes, (laughs) to fix this printer. I mean, I got most of it. I got it all out except for the, just the tip, you know. So I, would, I just ordered a new piece. So anyway, that's the future. So 
I thought 90s computers weren't going to get any better. And I'm staring down, fixing my own 3D printer. <laughs> That's wild. So, like, now, right now, I'm also how I felt in the 90s with, oh, my God, how could this get any better? The only answer is is that my 3D printer takes less than six hours to, pr- to print something. <laughs> really? Oh, it takes forever. I've set it on overnight. It takes so long. Yeah, I saw someone do, like, a Baby Yoda oh. like, puppet. With a 3D printer. And I was like, wow, that's pretty impressive. I should get a 3D printer. Maybe. I'm not going to discuss the new Star Wars. I don't know if you've seen it. I've seen it. But I've seen it. And I will say that it was good. I mean, it didn't ruin my life or anything, but I liked it. It was very good. Good on them. That's it. No spoilers yeah. yet because this is coming out a week after it came out. So. Yeah. I mean, I thought it could be a little better, but given what they had to work with, with Last Jedi and trying to... I love The Last Jedi, but I thought they did good considering their star of the movie died. You're probably the only one that I know that loved The Last Jedi because... I really did. I mean, I wouldn't go I... so far as to say love, but because I love The Empire Strikes Back. But I like yeah, The Last Jedi a great deal. Yeah, but this mm. wasn't Empire Strikes Back in my opinion, but whatever. No, what is? If you're waiting for The Empire Strikes Back, you've been disappointed since 1983. <laughs> yeah. So I like. Anyway, back, I take that. Yeah. So when you're doing a good average, you take the best and the worst out of the out of the thing, and then everything else seems better because of that. And so you got to take out Empire, and you got to take out Attack of the Clones to get like so like what is so. Then you get your Rogue One being the best and that kind of thing. See, I like certain parts of Attack of the Clones. That's all I'm going to say. Well, <laughs> we're going to talk about that off air. <laughs> Oh, wait, no. Attack of the Clones. That movie. <laughs> oh, <laughs> profoundly bad. <laughs> That's my least favorite prequel, and that is saying something. <laughs> Whoa. Worse than, like, The Phantom Menace? That's his... I know. I was watching The Phantom Menace the other day, which is a mistake on my part. That's funny. <laughs> Listen, that song is... That's, like, the best score that I think John Williams has ever written is on The Phantom Menace. And it's that tragic. You, uh, you think so? The Duel of the Fates is like his magnum opus. It is beyond phenomenal. And the duel that it goes with is also absolutely beautiful. Like the choreography and everything. And Ray Park is out of this world. Really? But it I is thought, in that movie. <laughs> I honestly thought he hit his magnum opus with, uh, what you call it, with uh, E.T. Really? Mm. Yeah. I think you should... Listen to du- the Duel of Faith again, and watch it with the lightsaber battle that's going on with with the three of them, and how good that lightsaber battle is. I mean, sure, Ray Park dies like a chump, but like all the bad guys die like chumps, in my opinion. <laughs> yeah, so like when they're like, "Snoke just died like that," I'm like, "Sure, every last one of the bad guys in Star Wars from beginning to end dies like a chump." Well, Maul is dead because he lives. Oh, he comes back. Clone Wars cartoon. Yeah, he comes back, and it's actually a pretty formidable villain. Apparently, it's real hard to be super dead in Star Wars. <laughs> Put it that way. Skywalker. I mean, even then. <laughs> yeah. The 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 larger reveal for the new movie, I was. It's fine, but it's also fine without. Like I I nothing that decision, which is like the worst thing I can say about it is that I nothing it. I mean, I thought it could have been better. I, um, I mean, I liked it for what it was, but I thought it could have been a little better. Well, had Carrie Fisher lived, I think it was going to be a little bit better. True. For an ending, it was 
I, I, I was happy with it. Yeah, it's fine. It's <laughs> and that's and that's not a that's not bad or mind-bogglingly good. Like the 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 pace of it was very very fast. I wish it would have slowed down a little bit, but that's you know. But I like old storytelling like that. I like uh, all the original Star Wars is, and even some of those prequels. They tell the story slowly, so there's not a lot of. Um, it's not like shoot 'em up, shoot 'em up, shoot 'em up, like constant shoot 'em up, like it is <laughs> in this one. This one is like non-stop action the whole yeah. way through. But Marvel's like that too, and I, well, not all of Marvel is like that. Some of Marvel is like that. Civil War and and the Winter Soldier and those movies are very slow indeed, and it is all political jockeying. <laughs> Yeah, I like I like Winter Soldier. That's like my favorite out of the Captain America series. I do love Winter Soldier as well. Yeah, it's a really good one, huh? But that's what I like, though. I like to I like to see like why things are happening the way they're happening, and not just like a never-ending barrage of space sword fights and space horses or whatever. I like a space sword. Well, that, that was the Disney Appreciation Hour. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> so that's our spoiler-free review that nobody asked for on the Stargate podcast about Star Wars. <laughs> Right. So uh, we're still with the the nanotech that somehow Sam, you know, in her uh, marine days or whatever, she was working yeah, on just, some. Sam just does everything now. She's like a mathematician. I'm you know a soldier and scientist. So what do you how how small do you think '90s nanotech was like in their mind? I mean they the replicate oh they're not the replicators but aren't they? No. They're little triangle replicators. They are slightly bigger than a blood cell, I guess, based on what's on yeah. that slide. Yeah, I they're, think they're, they're pretty big in the 90s. Yeah, I was like, what's so what's 90s nanotech like, the size of a sofa? <laughs> <laughs> because now you could have, like, microscopic computer, literally nanotech. Yeah, you can't, you know, and they just assimilate everything. So they figure out that it's nanotech and Jack is getting older and older. Back on the planet, if he was any meaner to Katana, Kintia, Kintia, Katana is a comic book character. (laughs) (laughs) He's getting older. He's, you know, he's reflecting on his life for the hundred days. I know. Go on. I say he probably is like, I could have been nicer to Sarah. He does write that note. Uh, he's real mean to her, that, uh, Katina. K- Kintia. It's a new name every time. I just watched this <laughs> last night, and I still do not have it. She's 31 days old. How would she know? He's yelling at her like, you gullible, you gullible person. I can't believe that you think that the gods are coming to, to do whatever. She's 31 days old. And they were like, hey, here's how it is. She's like, got it. And he's like, uh He's always been like that since, like, day one. He's like, stupid people, you know, gods. Yeah, I could see that for maybe a race that's a little older and they have years and years on their side. But, like, she's literally 31 days old. By the way, you screwed a 31-day-year-old and you're you're salty at her for, for not catching on within a month that question authority and damn the man and all this business, even though he is the man. You know, he wants them to live a full life for as long as they have it. So he's kind of upset that they're just, like, partying and stuff. Even though he didn't mind it, like, you know, a couple of days ago. Yeah, he didn't he mind it then. And when the dude comes back in, the other guy, the dad, the new dad, he's like, now he's all nice. Like, he got all his mad about it out. And now he's like, oh, here's how it is. Oh, 
dad well, person. He has to vent, you know. He's getting older before their eyes, so, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, and the, <laughs> so uh, Kitsia comes back probably after dad goes up to her, and he's like, hey, mood's back on, so if you want to get in there, go ahead. And he does. He's like, I'm old, but I ain't that kind of old. Right? After she was like, hey, we're married now. And he's like, ah, more of this shenanigans. (laughs) And she's like, why don't we do it again? And he's like, all right. Well, I mean, you're getting older. You have a few days left. Why not? I mean, mean, he doesn't want to disappoint his... I mean, that's his wife, after all. Yeah. (laughs) Hammond is real cold in these early seasons. He's much more snuggly later. Yeah, he's a lot more likable. Early season Hammond is like, you know... Yeah, he's like, looks like Jack's dead. Bye-bye now. Right? I'm like, ouch. Oh, my God. There's nothing more we can do. Like, uh, I have some options. I said there's nothing more we can do. (laughs) He's like, I got an idea. Your idea sucks. He's dead. (laughs) Like, uh, what's up? said good day, sir. You know? I'm like, oh, boy. So Jack gathers everyone around to be like bad news. Of lies, everything's lies, your life is lies. Which is your not very is nice. Lie. Just leave them alone. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe he grew to like them and he didn't want them to, like, you know, be all ignorant and stuff. I mean, that's, yeah, I get that part of it, but, like, there's definitely going to be some people who are going to be mad at, at age 101 days where they're like, this is all, I would, why can't it be like the old days of last week? You mean like a change? Yeah, like he's breeding a lot of discord that he better be follow up, following up on. And he mm, takes I... um he takes Katana out for like a moonlit stroll before realizing that it's a moonlit stroll. And and she's takes... all amazed by it. Yeah. She didn't even realize that it was night either somehow. She's never seen night in her thirty two days now. But like they're sitting there by a fire and she's like, Isn't the the nighttime great? I'm like she would know. How would she know? Right? and But Jack knows, and he's like, hey, we're not asleep. That's weird. And these people aren't waking up. That's also weird. What the hell? It's nighttime. So they see, so he gathers the thing and calls the SG team back, which uh, I believe Hammond just told them not to go, and they probably went anyway, because that's their thing. Yeah, they probably disobeyed orders. No court-martial. So they're wrapping up the wrap-it-up box, is my favorite Dave Chappelle thing. They bring out the wrap-it-up box. They're like, I found a machine, and now it works, and everybody's awake, and now we live for a regular lifetime. And we destroy the manites. And uh, Katana Kidia would like Jack to come back uh, frequently. What do you yeah, think exactly. of the odds that he does it? I I mean, I think he does, but they just don't have episodes of him doing it. Of him doing it. Like he does I it in think- secret. I think so, too. He's like, hey, can I take a personal day? And they're like, you betcha. And then I think he just skip-de-dee-doos right on. He's like, I'm just going to check in on my wife. Excuse me. My wife. And then leave. And then, you know, he does he does what he has to do. What do you so How many stars out of five are we given this episode? That's the end of it. And it freeze frames, which is funny, like on their face, like normally. Yeah, which is just, weird. You know, a fade out from them walking through the Stargate or whatever. But, you know, it... It felt like that, like, the end of, like, an 80s, like, uh, the end of Footloose, how it's, like, the snap, and it's Kevin Bacon's face, and then the credits start to roll. That's how it went down. Yeah. Like an eight, like a MacGyver episode. Oh, my goodness. Oh, if you want to see shirtless 
MacGyver, you're in luck because he is naked. Sam better be ribbing him at every turn. Like every mission. Like, hey, remember that time you went to that planet? He'll be like, Jack be like, that's just she's not even funny anymore. And she's like, disagree. It is very funny. Like, Sam, it's been like three months. How long are you going to do this? As long as I can. Yeah, really. <laughs> Until HR comes to tell me to stop. <laughs> right? Uh, how many stars should I give this? Um, I mean, it's a filler episode, so probably like two stars, because nothing really, like, happens. You don't really learn anything. Yeah, nobody gets any special technology that's any bit of interesting. I gave it three stars because I thought it was funny. Uh, I'm generous. I'll be generous with my stars today. Do you think it's mandatory viewing? No, it's not mandatory viewing. Uh, I didn't think so. Because, like I said, nothing happens, really, except for O'Neill getting an STD and getting really old. (laughs) I love his... I love that he cut an STD. (laughs) (laughs) I put it with skippable, unless you happen to especially like uh, Jack O'Neill romance stories with people who aren't Sam. <laughs> and uh, if you're looking forward to seeing Richard Dean Anderson without apparel, then this is oh, the yeah, one for is, you. This is the episode for you. Uh, I'm like, was Teal'c even in this, like, at all? Was I feel he? like now. Uh, I, d- I don't remember mm-hmm. seeing him, but maybe he was, like, floating around the background. I think he was, but he didn't really do it. He, they, he didn't have anything to do. He was just a casual observer, probably. I don't remember how many episodes end up being filler episodes across the series, but uh, we haven't come up to a two-parter yet, and I'm wondering when that's going to happen. This is, like, all new for me again. Well, I think the two-part, like, for Stargate, I think the two-part is, part one is, like, the the season finale, and then part two, and if there is a part three, they do, like, the first two episodes, usually. Hmm. Okay. Maybe it's, like, oh, maybe it's, like, mid-season, if it's, like, sweeps week, they'll probably do, like, a two-parter in the middle of the season. Yeah, it's true, too. If Stargate were to come out now, which I have uh, some for the next episode promo edition, I have a, a thought or two about a thought or two. How many episodes per season do you think they would be doing if this were on now? Like if they just started this up now on Showtime? On Sh- I know I there'd be a lot more nudity, but they probably do like mm, probably do like like they do the Netflix formula, like probably like ten episodes a season or like six episodes a season. Mm, you definitely what see happened? O'Neill's dong. Oh, uh, or his butt. Probably. Butt for sure. You can do butt on <laughs> regular TV. Although, as Hannibal had been told, the uh, the makers of Hannibal, when they were making it, the the naked people praying. I don't know if you've seen the show. I've seen the show. I know what you're talking about. Uh, they asked them to put more blood on the oh, yeah. back of the naked prayer people to cover up their butts. Yeah, I remember you were telling me about this. This might, I might have mentioned it on this very program already. Yeah. Uh, who knows? But yeah. But you can have them since David Franz's butt butts. <laughs> Especially boy butts. Those are better than girl butts. Not in my personal opinion necessarily, yeah. but, but I in think, like TV's opinion. I think if they're going to relaunch Stargate, they'll probably do it on like Netflix or something. Or MGM will probably make their own network thingy, streaming mm. service, and do it. Oh, MGM has their streaming service that they're canceling. Oh, they do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had one, and then they canceled it. And that that's where that Stargate Origin show was done, at what series. Oh, that was... But that's on Hulu, though. I mean, maybe it is now, but there was uh, there's definitely an MGM... Because uh, a lot of stuff in the Reddit group 
was about how they were, they had everybody subscribe to it out of the vain hope that we were going to get new Stargate or whatever, and then they didn't do it. They're just gonna so they just lied to everyone? Pretty much. Kind of kind of their thing, I would think. They've been saying for at least 10 years. That, like, I think MGM should just sell the rights to Stargate and have some other network pick it up. Or sell it to Netflix, and that will be their new thing. And Netflix can pick up anything, because they picked up um, Lucifer from Fox when it was over. I'm still on, what, season three of that, because I never watched it when it was on Fox. Oh, and I watched it. Now I'm watching it, and I'm like, wow, it's really good. Creation has the rights to it for the uh, convention. It's going to be one in Chicago. But yeah, that's what I think. I think uh, MGM should do, just sell it to like Netflix or one of the streaming services, and have them have new ones. All right, MGM's streaming thing was called Epic. That was their movie. Epics? Yeah. Oh, wait, they don't have Epics anymore? No, they do. It looks like they do. It looks like it used to be on, like, cable or something like that, and then they moved it. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, I think, you know what it was called? Stargate Command, and it was a monthly subscription service that was run Mm -hmm. by MGM, and that is what went. Uh, Stargate Command doors in December. Stargate opened that up this year. So it went down this year, this month. Okay, because I remember the last thing, the last movie, Stargate movie I saw was, uh, was Continuum. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah. And that was, that was actually a pretty good one. I liked them both. I liked that Ori storyline. That uh, Not a lot of people were crazy about that, is my understanding. Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't a fan of the Ori. Like, I, when I they, didn't. When they introduced them. But, you know. Is that because it's all, it was the, the Farscape goes Stargate? No, that's fine. I love the, the whole Farscape thing. I don't want a reference, but I just, I didn't like them as villains. Because, you know, you had the ghouls who were like, oh, are they really formidable? Or I was just like, oh, you're just uh, ancients that decided to have some fun. You're like bad guy ancients? Weird. Right? Yeah, I can't wait to rewatch some of those uh, newer, older, what? <laughs> the new old episodes? The new what? old episodes. What is happening? <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for like, I can't wait for, for this to kick off. Like, if I were recommending somebody to get into Stargate for the first time, like, I would, I would tell them, I would probably tell them to watch, watch the pilot, watch the knock, and so far in the first season, like, two, two that I would for sure recommend. Yeah, there, there are some, you know, episodes you can skip. I think a lot of, uh, first seasons of shows back then in the 90s had uh, a lot of that stuff. The X-Files certainly has so many skippable episodes. Yeah, but it's the X-Files. I know, so good. But yeah, in that first season, there's like maybe three that you need to see before moving on. Just gotta move on. So I'm, I'm excited yeah. to get to season two, but I know that's a ways off. This is back in the day where... No, I, I, love, I loved it from episode one. I watched every single episode. I never missed an episode. Mm. That's so That's exciting! How I like the show. That's how and I back love then, the show. back in back when this was starting up, as well as the X Files and Farscape, if you missed it the first go round, that's too bad. Yeah, there was no repeat. What rerun? There was no or streaming got, service. Or when it got to, to syndication, another network got it, and you'd be like, "Oh, I remember! I missed this episode. Let me watch it." Yeah, if you wanted to watch uh, repeats of Stargate seasons one through five on Showtime. Maybe they would reshow it, but if they didn't, uh, or didn't for a good while, you, I hope you had your VHS recording ready to go. <laughs> yeah, this because was back I, before they had, uh, you know, uh, on demand and stuff. 
Not even a TiVo. How much? <laughs> oh my goodness. And they used to sell the VHSs. I know they did this for the X Files. I don't know if they did it for Stargate or not. But they would take uh, the two parters and sell them as like little mini box sets mm-hmm. out of the season. So you would get like maybe six episodes from any given season. Yeah. And they'd call it like the lost episodes or something like that. Yeah, they'd be like specialty thing. And I'd own that. I still probably do own the specialty thing somewhere. Uh, I watched the promo for the next episode next time on Stargate. Oh, uh, Thor's Hammer? Thor's Hammer. That's all I rem- Before watching the trailer, all I remembered was there was a statue of Thor's Hammer. The Thor that is talking, like the projection oh, of Thor. Like doing the it was very bad effects. Yes, bad effects. <laughs> uh, so I watched, but then I watched the trailer. And then I saw those effects again, and I was like, yeah, they're still bad. Yeah, but the episode's good, though, because you find out a lot. It is good. I didn't realize it. Uh, and once I heard it, that uh, James Earl Jones was going to be in it. Yeah. He is. So that's cool. Uh, but that's all I remember about Thor's Hammer. Do you remember anything about Thor's Hammer? Uh, I remember it's a very, you know, puke, heavy puke episode and Daniel episode. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, Teal'c and... Well, that's good, because Teal'c had the day off here on Old Age Land. <laughs> the day off. He was a casual observer. He was just like, I'm not doing this nonsense. I wonder what else he's got up his sleeve at Teal'c. Seems like he knows a lot about a lot. Got any uh, recommendations or anything to promote here at the end of the episode? Just to say that it's my birthday tomorrow. Oh, right, it's your birthday tomorrow. How old are you going to be? Yeah, 42. Oh, welcome. Welcome to being 42. It is not exciting in the least little bit. It's not? No, I'm um, afraid not. All the, now it's hope- even numbers until you die. Oh, I was hoping, like, you know, cool stuff would happen. It is the answer to the life universe and everything. So it you're is. that. So you're that. No, nobody celebrates. Nobody gives a shit. <laughs> I figured by now I get, like, you know, the the answer to, like, time travel or, like, the secret of the universe or something like that, now that I'm a little wiser, but no. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, it just hurt more. Oh, my God, and how? <laughs> I have shoulder pain, and I don't do anything. That's probably part of the problem, but I think I, I'm like, did I sleep funny? Now I have to have shoulder pain for the next three weeks? Perfect. Yeah, I have wrist pain for some reason. Wrist and fingers pain, finger pains and knee pain. That, well, more of that on the horizon. Oh, that's great. That's awesome. No kind of milestone, just pain. Just pain. Just like Jack, getting old in this episode. That's us now, right now. <laughs> it's going to be good. Okay. Well, uh, well, happy birthday. Thank you very much. Until next time. Bye, everybody. Goodbye. Bye.